So I, uh, again, took Jeannie into work this morning. Uh, you kind of know the story about that, blah, blah, blah. I woke up early. I don't like waking up early. I'm tired, blah, blah, blah. We get it. I ended up uh, getting the mail, and I got this in the, uh, in the mail. If this isn't the epitome of 2020, I don't know actually what is. Uh, so I drive, a, I drive a Hyundai, and uh, I don't know. It's, a, it's fine. Like, it's a car. I don't know. It's not like a Tesla or anything, but it gets me from A to B. It gets me from A to B efficiently, and it's a low-cost vehicle, so it's fantastic. We've had it for, I don't know how long we've had it, four years. It's fantastic. Great car. Great little car. So I open up this, uh, this letter, and it's from Hyundai. Um, and so I'm like, all right, that's fine. Maybe my some warranty or something is up or whatever. I don't know. So I open up the letter. And it, well, actually, I'll just read it. Let me just pick this up. Okay. So it's from Hyundai. Uh, the title of it is Important Safety Recall. Um, it lists off a bunch of cars. Uh, the 2012 Hyundai Accent, the 2011 or 2012 Elantra, uh, a bunch of the Sonata Hybrids, uh, the Velosters. Um, and the problem with all of these cars is... Uh, what they're calling the tire mobility kit. Essentially, what happens in this car is they have a little compressor in this car. So if you get a flat tire in the back of the vehicle, there's this little tiny compressor um, that you could use uh, to fix it. Um, I think you can, um, yeah, you just temporarily repair a flat tire. So you get fixed fly or whatever and like fire it up. It shoots enough air to fill up your tire and then off you go. So basically what the letter says is they've, they've made these things a little, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to find this. I'm going to just find it and read it. I just already picked it up. So what am I doing? Um, so what is the problem? It says the subject vehicles are equipped with accessory tire mobility kits intended for use by customers to temporarily repair a flat or punctured tire. The air compressor can be powered by the 12-volt accessory unit or like the cigarette thing, you know what I mean? Uh, which contains a thermal fuse that cuts the outlet's power to safeguard against overheating. Certain accessory outlets may have been excessively tightened when they were installed, disabling the operation of the thermal fuse. If the thermal fuse is disabled, the outlet could eventually overheat with prolonged use and there is an increased risk of fire. So long story short, the screw's too tight and my car could have potentially been driving around with this little bomb in it. Uh, they don't say it could explode, but something with compressed air will not just, oh, like, light on fire. It'll explode. So, <laughs> so my car has just basically been, like, driving around with a little bomb inside of it. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> so that's... That's 2020. That's 2020 in a nutshell. Really great. If I was to be honest, I would, I would tell you that my episode yesterday made me a little bit nervous. I have always been involved in the church and I've always been like a, I've always had a massive hand in uh, the operations of various churches growing up and, you know, and enjoyed my time there. And I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the times that I've had there and uh, in various churches but yesterday, yeah, like I said, was I was a little bit nervous to post that 
um, just my general problems right now at the church. I honestly could do um, probably a whole series about it, probably a whole mini series about it. Actually, it probably wouldn't be a mini series. It'd be like a full series. But I know a lot of you have various problems with the church and it's kind of, it's honestly just low hanging fruit. Um, I've just, I've been around it long enough and I've uh, seen behind the curtain enough times to know that kind of all of them are the same. And that's neither here nor there, I guess. I don't, I don't really want to like get back into it. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening to that. It's really nice to have people reach out to me and tell me, you know, that they relate, that they relate in that, that form or facet or, uh, they relate in this way as well or other situations that have happened weird with them. And like my, my whole thing with it and why I was nervous is, you know, I could post that and maybe upset some people or whatever, but, uh, again, like not to kind of be, uh, insensitive, I guess, but again, this is, it's kind of my podcast. It is my podcast. Um, these are my thoughts and, uh, I've, I've been called a lot of things, um, but dishonest is is not one of them. I don't want to look back on this and listen to these episodes in five years, in 10 years, or have my kids or grandkids listen to them and them not feel like they uh, understood my thoughts and uh, that I was being dishonest just to sound nice on camera or to sound nice on a microphone. Like I will always try to be honest, even if it's a little bit uncomfortable, um, and that's just how, that's just how I do things. Um, I don't like to kind of beat around the bush with things like that. Uh, just kind of get in and do it and be done with it. Uh, if there's, if there's other problems with that, then you can talk about that too. And that's fine. Yesterday, those were my problems and yeah, it's great that some of you related. So thank you. Thank you for listening to that. Be sure to like Dom Reviews on Instagram at Dom Reviews Podcast and on Facebook.com slash Dom Reviews Podcast. Be sure to listen to Dom Reviews on all of our available platforms. Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. To continue a mild conversation about church, um, I was about, I don't know how old I was, 17, probably, 16, 17 years old, was the last mission trip that I ever went on. Um, I ended up going to Costa Rica with a church that I was at in uh, Colorado Springs at that point. Uh, we went to Costa Rica for, I don't know, I don't even remember how long. I, I feel like it, I mean, it was at least a week, but I feel like it was longer than that. Somewhere probably between like 10 and like 14 days. It, it felt like it lasted a thousand years. Um, that was the very last mission trip that I ever went on. There was basically like a mutiny between like the staff members on how they were running it. Um, a bunch of the youth people um, ended up getting sent home because they were acting out in various ways. And uh, it, was, uh, it, was a, it was a complete disaster. There was very interesting times in that because I was part of the, I went, I went down as part of the worship team for, for my youth group. We ended up playing at a couple of different places, a couple of different churches in the area. We ended up actually going to San Jose which is the capital. And uh, we ended up playing at a church. And this church that we played at was the biggest in San Jose. Is like almost 5,000 people in this uh, sanctuary. is huge, absolutely massive. Um, we didn't know 
that we were coming down and they'd basically been promoting this whole thing around San Jose and around Costa Rica uh, for the last few weeks. Um, so when we came as the worship band, just a youth band, mind you, we were treated as if we were just like this massive, massive rock band. Uh, we had to have a security team uh, around us because like we were getting mobbed by people, like hundreds of people. But it was really fun. It's really fun like getting around with people. I actually had a drummer uh, that went and played at that church. He talked to me uh, after we played, before and after we played, helped me set up and stuff like that. And he actually gave me a uh, drum key. And he said like, yeah, like I want you to have this uh, just to basically like remember me. Like, please, like, please don't forget me. Like, please take my drum key. That was all he had. And I actually still have that drum key. So that was, that, that's one thing that I've really been um, a stickler about always having is that drum key. Just kind of remember, um, I don't know. That was just a really cool experience, I think. And uh, one thing that I do remember also is I was really into skateboarding. I was like super into skateboarding at that time. And I could never buy a ton of uh, skate gear because it was so expensive. And I went down to Costa Rica and it is like pennies on the dollar to get stuff out there. Like really nice stuff. Um, at that point, I'd skated. I don't know if any of you skateboard. Uh, Aaron actually skated as well at that point. Uh, he used uh, Zero and I used uh, Girl. And uh, he actually went back and forth between Girl and Zero. Uh, but we basically both use girl and they're really great boards, really light boards, uh, except they're pretty light and they, uh, they snap pretty easily, uh, but they feel the best. Uh, so I ended up getting a girl board, um, that was fantastic and girl is a brand. It's not like, yeah, you, you get it. It's a brand brand called girl. I basically got a brand new board and, uh, everything wheels and bindings and everything, or not bindings, whatever. Um, I ended up getting the whole setup <clears throat> complete with gear tape and everything for like 90 bucks, which is impossible in the States. It's impossible to get that whole setup in the States uh, for that cheap. And I ended up, I, I wasn't able to uh, uh, keep it uh, and fly with it on the plane. So I, rem I just uh, had to ship it. So I ended up getting it shipped home, which was really cool. Another thing was McDonald's. Um, like we all see like the McDonald's commercials and I love McDonald's anyways, but we see the McDonald's commercials and you're like, oh, it never looks like it does in the commercials. One thing about Costa Rica that I will say is that everything looked like the commercials. It was perfect. Everything, well, there was no grease. Everything was straight. Everything was perfectly melted. Like unbelievable, unbelievable McDonald's in Costa Rica, straight up. It's the best McDonald's experience I've ever had. It's so good. Um, so if you ever go to Costa Rica, get some McDonald's because it's, oh my God, unbelievable. The next thing and the final thing that was the biggest takeaway from kind of a disaster of a missions trip outside of like being uh, the worship band and, you know, meeting a bunch of cool musicians uh, and the McDonald's and the skateboards um, was this sauce that they used. It's only made in Costa Rica. Um, it's this sauce called Lozano, uh, L-I-Z-A-N-O. And they use it like ketchup out there. They use it on everything, steak, uh, burgers, 
pork, uh, your eggs, uh, literally pizza, everything. If you can eat it, it, you can put Lozano on it. And it is so good. So good. And I was completely obsessed with it. Uh, when, I left, uh, when I left Costa Rica, I bought six bottles. And we could, uh, we could put them in our suitcases. So I bought six full-size bottles. And they're huge. I mean, they're, they're massive bottles. They're like quartz. Um, so I bought six of them and brought them home just to have them as long as possible. And they didn't last as long because you, at that point you couldn't buy it anywhere because it was only, they weren't exporting it. Um, so it was only in Costa Rica that you could get this or you had to pay like a ridiculous fee uh, to get it to uh, the States, uh, which was just not doable. You almost had to pay double uh, what you had to actually pay, uh, which is just not, it's just not happening. So I haven't had this sauce in, I don't know, I don't even know. Yeah, almost 15 years, but I think about it constantly. Like, that's how good this sauce is. And Jeannie and I ended up going, and we were trying to find stuff for kombucha. We actually just finished our second batch of kombucha uh, last night. We actually had our neighbor come over. Uh, she helped us make them a few days ago, and then she came back over yesterday, and we tried them all out. Uh, so they were fantastic. My, my apple was great. Um, my strawberry was great. Yeah. So we, we've got a couple other ones. I, I'm blanking on the, I'm blanking on the other ones. Uh, we had lemon and something, uh, whatever. I'll work on it and get back to you about them. But my two were fantastic. Apple and strawberry. Those are the staples. But yeah, we went to the store the other day. And so Jeannie didn't want to just go to like Walmart or our local grocery store is called Kroger down here, but it's basically like Safeway or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, so she didn't want to go to one of those. She wanted to go to like a farmer's market or something like that. So we went up to this guy. He lives a little bit. He's a little bit up the street, and he's got this uh, this whole setup of, of fruits and stuff, fruits and veggies that you can go do, like pretty small farmer's market style. Uh, we ended up not getting that because you have to buy uh, – you can't buy individuals. Uh, Jeannie didn't realize that and that's fine. I actually didn't realize it either. Um, but basically you couldn't buy like, Hey, we need, we need three apples. Uh, it's like, no, like you have to buy a whole basket of apples, which is like 14 apples. And it's like, I don't need, I I don't need 14 apples. I just need a three. Uh, so you had to buy it like that, which is fine. Cause it's the only way that he can make money. Cause it's like, Oh, I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I get it. I get it, man. It's fine. So we ended up going to this uh, world market, which is a little bit further up the street. And we found a bunch of fruits and stuff like that. Um, But I decided, you know, I'm going to just go look around and see if maybe Lozano is here. It's very specific. Costa Rica is not a big country. So I was like, that'd be very specific if it was here. So I started walking up and down the aisles. And there it was, Lozano. And I about had a heart attack. I, I, almo- I almost screamed, but I had to cover my mouth because I was so excited about Lozano. I wanted to run around and just hug everyone in the store, and I'm not a, I'm not a hugger. I was so excited, and I, I just started grabbing bottles, and Jeannie had to be like, oh, my, no, like, we don't need, like, six bottles. You just need one. Like, just grab one. We know it's here. And I was, like, throwing a fit because I was like, no, like, you, we have to get all of them. 
and she wouldn't let me. So we ended up just getting one and I brought it home and I've been putting it on everything. I love it. I've been putting it on my burgers. I put it on my pizza. Uh, I put it on, we had uh, pork tacos uh, last night and they are absolutely fantastic. They're absolutely fantastic as well with my Lozano. Uh, so if you, if yeah, if you have the chance to get Lozano, get it. Jeannie loves it as well. She's new to her. She's never had it before. Uh, Aaron has yet to get it, but I told him about it. He's obsessed. Uh, Drew has never actually had this sauce before. Uh, Drew loves sauce and salsas and different things. He makes the salsa that I think he should actually sell because it's delicious. Um, it's perfect, but he's never had it. So I'm excited to show them for the first time, uh, or at least show it to Drew for the first time and reunite Aaron with Lozano. It's very exciting stuff. Morale is super high today because of Lozano and, uh, my second batch of kombucha, which has turned out absolutely swimmingly. So, uh, thanks for your prayers and your support with that and my kombucha and Jeannie's kombucha or whatever. And uh, that's all I got. Okay, bye.